The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. A judge has ordered the Virginia State Police troopers who fatally shot Xavier Hill to answer most of the questions his mother submitted to the court about the night he died. Hill was 18 years old when Benjamin Bone and Seth Layton shot and killed him during a traffic stop in January. A grand jury ruled his death was justified, but LaToya Benton, Hill's mother, plans to pursue a wrongful death lawsuit. While she's happy the judge approved most of her questions, Benton said some are being excluded, specifically on what happened after her son was shot. I think it's crucial. It's important to say this case because it goes according to policy and procedure. The trooper's responses to Benton's questions will be written. Once she has that information, Benton's petition says she can decide whether to move forward with her lawsuit. Attorneys representing the nine Charlottesville residents who sued Unite the Right rally organizers have rested their case. As Whitney Evans reports, the white nationalists who planned the rally began laying out their argument yesterday. Lawyers for the Charlottesville residents have outlined just how much planning went into the 2017 rally. They named more than 20 groups and individuals who they say worked together to ensure the rally turned violent. Throughout the trial, organizers Christopher Cantwell and Richard Spencer, both of whom are representing themselves, have argued the other side has failed to prove they were part of a conspiracy. They asked for the judge to rule in their favor prior to jury deliberations. But Judge Norman K. Moon denied Cantwell and Spencer's request. He said the jury could already determine that their plan was to come to Charlottesville with the idea of provoking fights. Moon reminded the court that the jury doesn't have to prove there was a conspiracy, only that a racially motivated conspiracy was likely. If Cantwell and Spencer knew what others were planning and joined in, Moon says that's all the jury needs to find. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Three years overdue, the city of Charlottesville officially has a new comprehensive plan. The city council unanimously approved it this week, according to Charlottesville Tomorrow. The document serves as a vision or outline for what the community would like to see in the city. The state requires localities to update these plans every five years. The city's been running on its 2013 plan in the interim. The new plan is heavily focused on equity, aimed at ensuring all residents have access to housing, transportation, healthy food, and varied employment options. Two proposed magisterial maps in Chesterfield County are drawing criticism from the local NAACP and the county's Democratic Committee. The objections come ahead of a Board of Supervisors vote today. Both organizations say the maps are packing people of color into the Dale District, which is currently represented by the only Democrat on the board. Some residents are backing an alternative map drawn by Tracy Franson. She says her proposal, called Citizens Fair Map, seeks to balance all five districts based on population. If you look at the number of minority voters that are moved out of Matoaca and then moved into Dale, it doesn't affect the balance, whereas their map would pack significantly more minority voters into Dale. The Board of Supervisors meeting starts at 6 tonight. It will be streamed on the county's website and YouTube channel. 
A pair of Democrats are officially requesting recounts in two tight House of Delegates races. In Virginia Beach's 85th district, incumbent Alex Askew trails Republican challenger Karen Greenhall by less than half a percent of votes. And in the peninsula's 91st district, Democratic incumbent Martha Mugler is just a third of a percent behind challenger A.C. Cortoza. Candidates have the right to request a recount in any race where the difference is less than 1%. As the election results stand now, Republicans would have a two-seat majority in the House of Delegates. If Mugler and Askew win their races in a recount, control of the chamber would be split 50-50. Getting a rapid COVID-19 antigen test is now as easy as picking up a library book. The Virginia Department of Health has launched a pilot program with 18 libraries and library systems to distribute at-home test kits. The rapid COVID-19 antigen tests are free and will be available through the end of the year. Health officials say the hope is to increase access to testing in rural and under-resourced communities. Participating sites in our area include Chesterfield County Public Libraries and Williamsburg Regional Library. The Fall Line Trail will likely receive a financial boost. The Central Virginia Transportation Authority is expected to earmark about $108 million for the trail at their meeting next month, according to Richmond BizSense. The planned 43-mile trail will connect Petersburg to Ashland. The total cost for the trail is expected to be about $243 million. The Transportation Authority plans to ask the General Assembly to cover the gap in funding. If approved, supporters hope to have the trail fully opened within 10 years. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. This newscast was recorded on Tuesday, November 16, 2021 at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) 